my name is Aisha, and today we're not gonna tell you a fact about ourselves. We'll tell you a fact about the podcast. Ooh, right. So, uh, and big... my name is Asma. Oh yeah, the the second one's Asma. The second one, obviously. The second, the, the... always, the, always second. Uh, when always second best. Ba- back back when we used to watch Barbie movies, I was always the blonde one, and also was the brown haired yeah. one. So clearly, the, the 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 blonde one always had a slightly better voice, a slightly Whoa. better. Are you uh, kidding face. me? Yeah. Oh, wait, oh. Seriously? Oh, okay. Other Only than one movie. Yeah. Wait, what? Barbie in the Diamond Castle. She had a better voice because she was a singer, right? She was like, and you're always ready to be. That was not Barbie in the Diamond Castle. Sorry, sorry. Barbie in the pri- uh, Popper. Yeah, Prince of the, Prince of the Popper. What I'm trying to say is, in the Diamond Castle, which is our, which was our favorite one, yeah. there was no difference. Excuse me. You always had the better voice in it, okay? Yeah. The blonde one. Always had the better voice. You said the brown one always had the better voice, and I'm like, yo, no, I no way. Did I? Well, I'm sorry. Yes, I meant the blonde. The blonde one always had the better voice. She always she had did. the better face. Always had the better dress as well. Just overall it was prettier. Yep. Yeah, pink, obviously, and, and, and more sparkly. Always more sparkly. In Barbie and the Diamond Castle, the brown one did something. Did bad. something bad. Yep. She turns bad. <laughs> obviously, it's always. Look, I don't understand. Why was I always the brown one? Cause I am the first one. Then Asma's the second one. Yeah, okay. Try not to stand Asma. You were Bloom. Oh wait, what? I was Bloom and Asma was Stella. Stella. And then one no, day, but Stella's Stella's blonde and Bloom has orange hair and can shoot fire out of her hands. But I am the fairy of the sun and moon. And I am the queen of Latifa or whatever that place was. Sanitaire. <laughs> no, I don't know. Says, says, this blue place. The blue place, like her yes. clothes. Alfie, no. Uh, that was the school. Alfie was the school. Uh, okay, people, whatever. we're just talking about the Winx Club. Um, we're really sorry that we ran- rambled on Yes. This. So, the podcast. The reason why we call it Car Chit Chats is because we actually sit in a car and record it, mm. uh, which is a lot of fun. Uh, because apparently it helps with noise cancellation. So right now there's a train going by. I don't know if you can hear it. Most likely you can't. Hmm. So yeah, it's it's good in that way. That's why. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'd just like to add to that. I guess we, um, it was Aisha's idea to start this podcast, and I, th- well, when she came up to me and she, you know, gave me the the idea or or delivered it to me, and she's like, oh, we should start this podcast. She gave me the example of the kind of conversations we have when we both go on a drive just ourselves. The kind of conversations we had, she 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 said, the, I'd like to have those kind of conversations, conversations in our podcast. So we did those kind of conversations in our car, um, and that's also why we kind of called it Car Chit Chats. That's why, well, I thought of the name Car Chit Chats, so that's that's what I was thinking of. Um, and then I think after that we decided that we will we will do it in our car. Did we? Uh, I can't remember. Something like that. I think we were like, oh, we have to talk. We have to give it a name. That doesn't relate to anything, so that we can talk about anything mm-hmm. on the on the. And then you were like chit chats, hmm, something, something. And then you were like, oh, yeah, we were like yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got really excited, and then we were like, oh, but we we have. Some people might get the idea that it's about the podcast is about cars, so that's why we named our slogan a podcast not about not cars, about cars because we, it is not. It is about not cars. about cars. We just sit in a car and that's it. Asma, do you, wanna, do, you, do you have any fond... Because uh, th- Asma has an emotional connection to every car we buy, right? Oh, yes. And when, when we get rid of the car, because we're ab- above it, Asma cries. So, Asma, do you have any attachment no, no, to this No, no, okay, car? okay. I don't cry. Uh, oh. I always have one tear. One okay? tear? One tear coming out of my right That's eye. Really it's a- always like that, because if I cry more... You're all gonna make fun of me. Oh, if I have that one tear, you're like, oh yeah, that's understandable. Because secretly, you all want to do the same thing, but you're oh. all too, too, too weak. Asma, to I, show I gave no weakness. craps about our Land Rover, Range Rover, whatever. See, Land, I don't even remember. Land, Land Rover Discovery. We had a yeah. beautiful Land Rover Discovery. Oh, I loved it so much. It was so such a strong car. Although we had to get it uncomfortable. Like, you mean? Yes. Do you? Understand how cool it looked. It looked so cool, and it, it, it was a great car. Okay? Oh, now she's crying for real. You know what? This this reflects how toxic our brown family is. Very good. No, even, no. Look, even look I, 
just appreciate the cars we have, the time we've spent, the the time we spent traveling, the the memories we've made in the car. I used to wash that car with my dad. Did you have any sort of memories like that with with the car and with your dad? I no. remember scratching it with my dad. I remember that Abu always told me to go on top of the car and clean the top of the car because it would be hard for him to go on top of the car and the car might, you know, it might be What are you trying bent. to say, Aspa? What I'm trying to say is you do not understand why I felt the way I felt when that car was leaving us, okay? Fine. I had an emotional connection to it because I spent time taking care of it, okay? And it made me happy, Okay. And when it glistened after I washed it, and when the rainbow, when the rainbow, I have this picture with the car and the rainbow, and the rainbow. <laughs> Guys, I think she's going a little bit haywire. Okay, so let let's con- conclude. You have a weird sentiment for cars. Period. No, it's not just cars. It's ob- a lot of objects in general. It's not something I'm proud of, but it's something that is a part of me. Yes, I guess. Yeah, like uh, for example, my year twelve books, my notebooks, my textbooks. I have no reason to keep them, but I keep them. Every time I think about getting rid of them, I it just makes me emotional. I start looking through them and I see my teacher's marks and like sometimes like see ha- smiley faces and I think, oh my god, that made me so happy when when I got it for the first time. And I, I and I just think, look, if it's that hard to get rid of them, then just don't get rid of them, okay? If it if it makes makes you happy keeping them, even if you even if it's a happiness that you get reminded of every once oh, once in every six months, it is a very nice and different happiness that I get. Yes. So I just let you know what I'm gonna keep them. Cool. cool and cool. I have the space to keep them, so I'll yes. keep them. Nice. That's good. Yeah, I like that. Mm. Um, which can help us transition into the podcast episode for crying out loud, which is the song Gubare, which means balloons. balloons. So Gubare is a song sang by Amit Trivedi and Shilpa Rao, and it is a Bollywood song, and it features in the movie called Ek Me or Ek Tu, um, which translates to there's you and me. Basically, it means you and me. You and me. Um, obviously, there's there's more to it. There's more to that little sentence. Ik melodic tu. But if you really want to give a really rough translation, mm-hmm. it would be you and me. Yeah. There is no such. There's no translation in English that parallels it. I would say, mm. except you and me. Mm. Or like, there's one of you. There's one of me. There's one of you. There's one of me. Because yeah. because ik ik means one. One. Um, or it can mean like. This 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 person or yeah yeah it could mean it could mean a because a is sometimes referred to as one I guess as well in some languages yeah yeah okay so this is actually my favorite song again gobare gobare that literally translates to balloon balloon um it is my favorite song because. Of the musicology and the lyrics. Now, musicology is a real world. Real world? Yep, it's a real... Oh, my God, I can't speak. Good it's job. a real word. Yes. Okay? It's a real word. I searched it up because I was trying to uh, I was trying to look for a word for um, the study of music. And it's musicology. I was, I, I was really hoping it would be a better, more sophisticated word. But it's musicology. Music ethic? M- mathematics? Music static Music static Thanks Actually it's Tunes with a Z Tunes Tunesology Tunesology Sounds so much better Musicology Come on man Anyway I can't pinpoint What instruments are there I I can pinpoint some of the instruments That are in there But I can definitely say There are a big range of instruments that are used in this song hmm. and they're they all have their own kind of like they're not they're not all played together they all have their own part in the song and i just i just think that makes you appreciate the instrument so much more in the song um i love the the calmness of the voices when they're singing it um amitri vedi and shilpa rao did a really nice job when, when doing that mm. um i think the background singing as well like when they go Dun dun ba da ba da da ba da da do do do. 
Doodled. It's so lovely. I love it. Um, the just the overall rhythm, and then there's like really nice sig whistling as well. Um, and just the overall happy, happy vibe the yeah. song gives you. Mm -hmm. It's just very, very nice. Yeah. I, I, it, cause yeah, whenever I do listen to it, it does give me some sort of happiness. No, no matter. Uh, well, what, how, I have noticed that whenever I do listen to it, no matter what I'm feeling, it does give me a sense of happiness. Yeah, it increases it by some percentage. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, the lyrics are, I think, are really, really nice as well, um, because the words, balloon, the balloons are metaphorically represented as people at some point in the song. They are also represented as mo moments in the song, and they are are also represented as just balloon themselves, the happy things they are. So when I listen, so the the, the song pretty much in some parts. So for example, let, let's let us explore balloons being represented as people yes. in the song. Would you like to say something about that? Oh no, um, what I wanted to say was very basic, so you can you can continue. I'll I'll add to it. Okay, okay. So there's there's these lines. Um, in the song, and it's around the it's around the um, start of the song that go the lyrics go. So, what this translates to is some balloons are a little too full, and some are loose. Some are floating in the air. So, pretty much what they're trying to say is some. Some people are doing well in life, others are not doing so well. But that's that's where uh, it's it, in some point in the song it transitions to the balloons actually just representing balloons, and them saying that no matter whether you're doing well in your life or you're not doing well, balloons are always something that seem they're they're just happy things. When I listen to the song, I sometimes think about Ami, and how Ami is a big fan of balloons i think she's always been mm. she always just really likes playing with balloons and yep. whenever she you know they're 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 around her they, she's really happy yeah yeah she i can see the little child child in her and she you know sometimes just tries to play with the balloons with all of us and it makes her super super happy so that's how i think of and that, that that's sometimes what i think of when i listen to the song um the song also just says that um, neele peele har color ke. Um, so they're again. I think they are relating to people because the the line translates to blue and yellow. They're all they are all of they are of all colors. So you know, people are all all colors as wow. well. So it's very inclusive in that way. But again, <laughs> so. Yeah, the all the lyric, the whole, again to everything, it is open to interpretation. That's mm. how I feel mm. about mm. it. It's a very inclusive song. Um, balloons are also, I think, universally accepted as very happy things. Happy things. Um, I just think this song is a very nice way to bring happiness to a person. Mm. Um. It's and 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 it's something so simple. It's not about love. It's it's not about. It's not. It's not even about friendship, right? And it's nice having songs about friendship and and, and self love and things. Yeah. But something, an object. I think I re I've really rarely come across unless it's it's drugs, you know, uh, or, or alcohol. Oh, I'm so happy. Uh, drugs. Uh, I'm so happy. <laughs> drugs and me. Yeah, that, that's a song. That's a song. I I heard it. Um, no, what? What? There is a song. Oh yeah. Uh, what is it? Nicotine. Oh yeah. Touching me, feeling me. Hey, I'm on it, on it. Yeah, But that's. A, I think that song's more about drugs and bodies. physical stuff. Yeah, yeah bodies yeah. exactly. <laughs> but yeah. An object, yeah. an object they have just so creatively um, represented in so many different ways, and just made a very nice, happy song. Yeah, I just really love it. Yeah, that's in, that, that's really interesting because when I was, because I actually thought 
when I have heard the song, I've never really paid attention. I mean, I have, mm. but I've never sort of gone, hmm, what does that actually say? Mm. You know, I've never really dived into looking at the lyrics. Yeah, yeah okay. I, I agree with that. Mm. I I think I, because I've known this song for, we've known this song yeah. for a long time. Long, long, when it first time. came out, which yeah. was like in 2012 or something. I didn't really think of the lyrics either, but e- even though you haven't thought of the lyrics, you can you, you still... feel so such such happiness listening mm-hmm. to it. I think even if a person who listens to it and doesn't know the lyrics doesn't understand the lyrics, I think they will still get a sense of happiness listening yep. to it yep. because it's not the it's not the lyrics that kind of jump out to a person in the song. If you do uh, pay attention to to lyrics, I think a person would like it even more. But it's just a very great example of just really nice happy music yeah yeah um what i was gonna say was i hadn't paid attention to the lyrics but listening to it i thought that in some cases they did refer to people so not representing them as balloons but Mm. just you know there was this one line which is like which basically means look at how these are mm-hmm. and if you look at the lyrics it's actually talking about the balloons like I'll look at these balloons look at how they are um, I actually thought in some instance they talk about either love in the song or they talk about people in some way mm. um, but when I read the lyrics and I guess because I just sort of read through them I didn't really try to analyze them but I actually thought the the song was literally just about balloons like the whole thing was they like all you know it's like, you're like, okay, now they'll start talking about love. Oh, now they'll start talking about humans. But the, in my perspective, it was just completely about balloons. And that was, that that, that blew my mind, sort of. Mm. Because, you know, it, it's such a beautiful, it's like, it it, it reflects the soft happiness. Mm-hmm. You know, like like you said, it makes mm-hmm. you feel happy, it's calm and stuff. Um, and it's it's literally just about balloons. Mm-hmm. Um, something so simple. Yeah, it's something so simple. And, and it's true, like, balloons can actually make you quite happy. Um, and balloons have always had that connotation. So, yeah, um, it's just interesting that, from my perspective at least, I thought that they were just about balloons. Hmm. Um, that they weren't really, you know, subtly referring to other... You could say that, obviously, Hmm. with the, with what you've described, of course, makes sense. Um, but yeah, it sort of, again, it sort of makes me think of that narrative of you can literally do anything you want with art. Yeah. Any like li- there are literally no rules. You can do whatever you want, um, and this song like breaks all boundaries. I think. Uh, I think yes. Two days ago, I was sitting in bed, and I was journaling, and I reached out for my glass of my cup of water because I use cups, um, and my nails hit against the cup, and it made this beautiful sound, and I was like, oh, um, and I touched it again, and it was just so. So, anyone, today, your homework is go. When it's quiet, just, like, hit your nail against a cup. A porcelain a cup, cup. A plus? A cup. Like a cup you would drink chai out of. Okay. Ding, ding. It's beautiful. And I never thought I was capable of this, but I came up with, like, a poem idea. Mm. Which ends with, for example, it would say something like, If you think you have no talent, if you think you, you know, if you want to make something, if you want to produce something, you think you have no talent... You don't you don't have any tools. Why don't you try hitting your nail against a glass? Mm. It would rhyme in some way. Yeah. But it would end with this really really simple thing, and people would be like, "What is she talking about?" And they would do it, and they would realize, "Oh, mm. it makes a beautiful sound. Mm. It can make you like you know, it brings about a tiny bit of happiness." Mm. So, uh, it sort of makes me think of this song because mm-hmm. this is this is literally about, you know, this this animate object which brings so much joy to so many people. Um, and it has so many nice connotations about it. And they wrote a song about it, which is, has, I, mean, I don't know how popular the song became, but it has the potential to be really, really popular because it's mm. a really beautiful song. Mm. Um, and it's literally just about balloons. Yeah. Um, so it's just, it's just power, it's empowering, I think. What is? So I guess, so I, I think that's pretty much all we had to say about the song. Mm. Um, but I wanted to transition from that to kind of delving into happiness in general what things you have lived 20 years of your life what do you think if if you were to you know give someone advice on how to achieve happiness what would you say 
Oh, well, the main thing, I think one thing that comes up, and for me that I've, I feel that I've found a lot of very... So there's different kinds of joy, I mm. think. There's mm. like that big dopamine hit joy. Yeah. And then there's the serotonin joy. Mm. Serotonin joy is like... If, and I don't know how factual this is, right? If whoever's listening to this, if you have studied serotonin and dopamine, then hit me up and we can have a chat, right? And I'll fix whatever I said. But there's two happy molecules in your body. I don't know if there's just two, but there's two ones that I know of. There's a dopamine that people get addicted to. Then there's serotonin. You can't get addicted to serotonin. Serotonin is released when you do something like, you know, hang out with your friends or water the garden or listen to some nice music about balloons. <laughs> uh, there's two types of... And it's okay to chase both kinds of happiness. Mm. I would say if you want, for example sustainable yeah immediate bursts of happiness so if you want sustainable immediate bursts of happiness bursts of happiness i'd recommend that you contact your friends mm. and just chat with them or like play a game together because personally recently i found that doing something with some people brings a lot of joy especially if they're people that you're comfortable with and like hanging out with that brings a lot of happiness and then you know there's like the there's like the little things which bring on serotonin which may be stuff like you know, cooking for yourself, making a cake, um, decorating your room, reading a nice book, having some quiet in your day, listening to a really nice song. Um, personally, for me, it's, it's it's real, I mean, cliche. A lot of people say, oh, it's cliche, but... Yeah, it is cliche, but I feel like it really is about the little things. Mm-hmm. Um, but in saying that, I, I, also, I also would like to say that if you have major things in your life that are not going well, then your happiness is compromised. So... If you're thinking about it from the long term, you know. But but then, so, so some people say that, oh, you know, you can have seasons in your life. Some parts of your life that you don't really enjoy, but they don't last that long. For example, you go to, you go to work. You don't have the best boss. Um, yeah, fine. Brings a little bit of unhappiness to you. But, you know, um, for example, for me, I work part-time. If my boss wasn't the greatest guy in the world, then... I wouldn't mind it that much because, honestly, I don't go to work that often. But then, because it's something that makes me happy, unhappy, I would try and remove it from my life, if possible. Um, yeah, I'd say, so, yeah, there's different kinds of happiness. There's different, uh, like, if you want happiness quickly, get together with your friends, have a laugh, stuff like that. There's small ways of gaining happiness. It is little things in life. Um, and then, also, having, like, some mental models can really make you really happy. Yeah. Like, one of the biggest mental models that I have is, and it came out recently, mm. is this idea that there are some things you can control, mm-hmm. there are other things you can't control. What you can't control, so let it go, you can't do anything about these things that you can't control. What you can control, try your best at them. Do whatever you can to, you know, have a positive outcome. And just leave it at that. If, it, if it's in your control, obviously you're going to try to fix it, right? If it's out of your control, and a lot of people, I think, fixate on that, things that are not in their control. Things that they can't do anything about. Yeah. Um, and that can sometimes cause a lot of unhappiness. Mm. Yeah. But, there, but there's obviously a lot to it. There's a lot, you know, you can talk forever about this sort of thing. Yeah. How do you think? Okay, so pretty much, okay, I lived 18 years. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know why we're, I don't know why I'm starting like this. I, I just think I've heard a lot of, a lot of uh, people will say things like, oh, you know, in my 50 five years of life I have found that I get happiness from doing this stuff so I'm gonna do it that way too because okay, I'm, I'm very original yes in my 18 years of living um, so this year I put there was a month March 2020 where I put a lot of effort into self-care okay and I found that that month was the month where I felt the most internal happiness, the most happiness that I gained from myself. Not by anybody, not by any object, not by music, but just by myself. Okay. By self-care, I mean... So, okay, this is my theory. Yes. I, I, okay, I pretty much describe happiness in two ways. There's external happiness, happiness you get from external things, internal happiness, and happiness you get from internal things. What I mean by internal and external things. Internal things refer to your body and your mind. I think that the best way 
to gain internal happiness is through making your body and your mind work together. What I mean by that, you want to, for example, lose weight. You want, so your mind wants something from your body. You gotta give it stuff. You gotta make it do things that would make the mind get what it wants. Your body and your mind have to work together. Mm. You, you want to uh, have more energy throughout the day. You gotta give your body the rest. Yep. For for your for, for your mind to work the way you want it to work throughout the day. Yep. So I think getting internal happiness is like I said before, making your mind and body work together to the best of the ability that you can get it to work that way. I'm sorry, I first phrased that really, really badly. Can you can you phrase it for me? Yeah. Basically, I think what you're trying to say is you want to do things where your actions right now will make you happier in the long run, such as working out because you know your body needs it. Which means later on, your body will be like, yes, I've worked out. No! <laughs> that is not it! Holy crap. I, I am know. not talking about the future! Ah, uh, fine. I, okay, I, I may be talking about, like, a couple of hours later. Oh, uh, yes. I mean, I mean, a few hours later, the next day. But I think what you're referring to is a long term, like, uh, months, uh, weeks, months, years. No, I'm not talking about that, okay? I got happiness. I got internal happiness by giving my body good things. By not, when I didn't eat junk food, when I ate broccoli. I gave my body good things. And so my body felt good. My body felt happy. Oh, I think I really stopped this whole thing up. No, look. It is a mind, body, what is it? No, look, what you're saying makes sense, okay? Mm. You're, you're, you're giving, so, obviously, anything you do to your body gets reflected on how your mind works. Mm. You sleep more, your mind feels better. You eat better, you work out, your, your mind will feel better because your body is working, you know, they're both, they work together. Mm. You can't sort of just be this sort of, uh, uh, you can't be Elon Musk, right? Or maybe I shouldn't say that because, I don't know. We shouldn't just stereotype Elon Musk as this guy who works all the time. Um, but basically, you don't want to be this person that's like constantly doing things and, you know, g- getting stuff done. Um, and you don't want to be, actually, you don't want to be someone who deprives their body of what they need. Because mm. that will eventually lead to unhappiness. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I just think you need <laughs> to. Make your body and your mind in sync. I consider myself to be two different things. I There is my mind, that is me, and there's my body, that is me. They're two different things. Yeah. When they both work together, yes, when they both work together the best they can, they feel good. So they feel happy. So they both feel good. They both feel good. Which results in happiness. Yep. Internal happiness. Yep. Yep. You just get happiness through just feeling good because you've slept enough, you've ate, you've eaten well, um, you've drank a lot of water, your body and your mind are just happy with each other. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, a lot of people say things like, oh, you know, I, I just, um, I feel so bad, I had too much to eat or something. You you know while you're eating it you get this like you said sudden bursts of happiness that's not internal that, that, does that does the distinction make yeah. sense yeah, yeah, yeah external happiness internal happiness I value the internal happiness a lot and I think this is very I think I've seen this very rarely actually um, especially well I don't know but I I think I've seen this very rarely where people think about this concept of in- internal happiness external happiness is really important as well but i think people should value internal happiness as well external happiness is things like um kind of some of the stuff you mentioned i i think music um having these little fairy lights having little fairy lights in my room that glisten at night when i'm trying to go when i try when i when, when i'm going to sleep having a nice uh, little uh, comfortable safe space comfortable safe space 
um, you know, talking to your friends or, or, or playing games with people and hanging out with your family, they're all external happiness and they're all very important as well. But, so what I'm trying to do here is I'm trying to give you or maybe, or, or uh, even myself and people who are listening something different to think about. I think this internal happiness is a valuable thing to think about and to try and reach. Mm. So how do you know you've reached it? Like, you know, because I, I would say that I'm relatively happy internally as well. Yeah. And I can say that a lot of that has to do with the fact that I sleep enough mm. and I work out or I don't even know if it's you know sleeping enough definitely definitely is, is a big one mm-hmm. um working out I think does help yeah um but I don't feel too bad when I don't work out as well mm. but you know so I I because I think sometimes your internal happiness can also have to do with the fact of what you're thinking can it yeah yeah absolutely so absolutely. you have a fight with someone mm-hmm that's that's really gonna wreck you internally, mm. right? Mm. So the more you try to avoid fights, or at least diffuse the situation before it gets into a fight, or any negative thoughts you might be having about yourself, uh, criticizing yourself, hating on yourself, that that's all part of internal happiness, right? So what the the things that you're talking about right now are very much, I think, physical actions that you can take. Mm. Eating well, mm. sleeping, all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. You could be doing all of that and still be miserable inside. Right? Because you hate yourself yeah. for some reason. Yeah. But I do think that when someone hates himself and then they start doing all these things, like taking care of themselves, yeah. it does strengthen. Uh, c- it happened to me. Oh, yeah. There we go. In, you know, before March, I was extremely unhappy with myself. And by the end of March... So, in March, I know this is... So, in March, my goal was to lose weight. It wasn't to reach happiness or anything. It wasn't, it wasn't anything like that. It was to lose weight. And by the end, I did lose weight, but it wasn't the, the, the losing weight I was happy about. It was just about the way I felt, the, how, how happy I felt with my mind, with my body, the way they interacted with each other. Mm, mm. Um, so, yeah, I, I think... So, okay. If someone's hating on themselves, I think the best way to gain happiness or reach happiness in that, when, if you're in that place, is self-care. Self-care and trying to make your body and your mind work together through journaling, through meditation, through eating right, through drinking right. It's a lot of effort. It yeah. is a lot of effort. Yeah. But if you want to get out of that hating yourself space, you have to do this. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Um, Again, but it's a theory. It worked for me. I don't know if it will work for everyone else, but it, I mean, it's worth. I think it's worth a try. Yeah. So... You were feeling that way in March. You were, you were feeling content and happy with yourself, right? Mm. So once again, what did that feel like? If someone was like, oh, well, what does it feel like? Well, what do you mean? <laughs> internal happiness? What is this hippie stuff? What are you talking about? What do you mean? Internal? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What does that mean? It means you don't care about your stupid pimples. Uh... It means you don't care about how fat your fingers are. It means you are just happy that you're taking so much care of yourself, you're just happy about the effort you're putting in to feel good, to, to, to just be a good human. Just, just just showing care to yourself. It It's just very fulfilling. Because, yeah, by the end of March, I did not care about my weight. At, well, I, I did not, didn't care about it as much, at, maybe. Or not even close to as much as I cared about it in February. I was just happy that I had hands. Mm, I was just mm. happy that I have, um, I was just happy about, I was just grateful about the body and the mind I had. It didn't matter if I had, like, cellulite. It didn't matter if I had a little tummy. A little tummy. A little tummy. Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. So, being at peace with yourself in a way where you are not critiquing yourself. And it doesn't have to be your physical self. Because I don't know if you had issues with your mental self. Right? Before March? Or was it more so, like, insecurities you had about your physical self? 
Uh, at the time, it was more physical. Mm. Um, well, I think you have more experience in terms of the mental stuff. Yourself. Your what do you? What would you recommend if you? If a person is very unhappy with just their mind, just if they're doing their everything on the outside, if they're doing everything right on the outside to sort of, for example, if they have, like, if they say, "I'm happy with my body," right? I'm happy with the way I look. I'm happy. I don't feel uncomfortable in my skin. Mm. Um. I feel confident when I go outside and talk to people, um, but internally I'm dying. I'm absolutely dying. Like I constantly hating on myself. I'm hating on the things I do. Yeah. Um. I'm. What else? What else? Could, I don't know. You know. I. I. I'm hating. So, cause I. I think for me, I've always been more of a sort of hating my personality or yeah. my 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 person that I, the person that I used to be. Yeah. Rather than the the body the that body. I have, yeah, exactly. It's it's more mentally for me. Yeah. Um. How did I get over that? Because I'm quite happy with who I am now. Well, it's all about. I I would say it's all about the actions you take. So the reason why I was so unhappy with myself was because I was not the best person in the world. I knew that. Like I used to be a bully, right? So um that that made way that that probably caused me. And I think the reason why I was bullied was because I was deeply insecure about. The way I was seen by people, you know, what did they think of me when they saw me? Did they see someone who was confident? Did they see a loser? What did what did they think of me? And so that was. It doesn't matter what I looked like. It was. It mattered how I presented myself. Um, and so I. So I think to overcome that, to overcome that insecurity about whether people will see me as worth talking to, I tried to bring other people down. Mm. That was my way of doing it, mm-hmm. and I think that developed that that led on to me developing a lot of self hatred for myself. Um, because I think apart from critiquing everyone in the world, I was critiquing myself as well. Yeah, very good, very very works really well. Um, it's a cycle, a beautiful cycle yes. of hatred. Yes, it's stunning, very very good. Um, and so yeah, it it was all about sort of oh another thing was I was deeply afraid of how pathetic I was. I just. I could not express, like, you know, if someone found out, if someone was like, you know what, you're actually really pathetic, that would kill me so much internally. Because I realized how pathetic I was. Or, at least I thought it was. Mm-hmm. I thought, I thought it was. Okay. Um, and I just, I think, I, at some point I realized, yo, you gotta change yourself. You gotta change the person you are. And if you hate yourself, but you're actually a great person, I honestly don't know what advice I can give you. Because generally, when you hate yourself, you feel like there's something lacking inside of you. Yeah. Either you realize that, yo, there's nothing I lack, right? Or you realize, you know what, this is what I lack, I'm gonna work on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you said, it's not easy, you know? It's so much effort. It's it's a lot of effort. Um, but once you reach that stage, it, it's, it, it becomes effortless, mm-hmm, I would say. Mm-hmm. It's not hard for me to love myself now. Mm-hmm. It's not hard for me to go, you know what, you did that thing. Probably wasn't the best idea, but it's okay. Yeah. You learn from it. You won't do it again. Mm-hmm. You will be careful when you do it. Because I've built up that muscle of... You know, I've, I've built up that muscle where I'm like, okay, you did something bad? For example, I might have... Someone told me a secret. And in my past self, I'd be like, yo, guess who I'm telling that to? Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, for example, in, in this time, if something like that happens... And I, I, and I tell someone about it, and mm. I tell someone's secret to someone. Yep. It doesn't happen that much anymore because I've built up that muscle. Every time that happened in the past, I would tell myself, okay, you did that, not again. Yep. And how will you prevent that from happening? By doing this, this, this. Mm-hmm. You know, you will, you, will, you will not make fun of people to other people. <laughs> you, you will not make fun of people. I would stop laughing at me. You will not make fun of people to other people. If you find something funny about someone, you keep it to yourself. Um... There was this one specific thing that I was going to say, which I completely forgot. Well, while you're remembering that, let me just add to this. Like you said, when you reach that point where you end up being happy and, and you know, content with yourself and how it seems effortless, what I just want to add there, how I felt about this. So when I did end up reaching that, that place at the end of March where I was just content, happy, I, whenever, uh, every time after that, I hated on myself. Any time I thought, well, your hair is coming, it's all so frizzy, whatever. My mind said this to, my, yeah, I said this to myself. My mind said this to me. That is so immature. That's Mm, what it said. It mm. said, 
You're so immature for caring about how frizzy your hair is. You're so immature for caring about how thick your thighs are. You just get into this place where you just appreciate your entire body and your mind so much that it just doesn't matter. And if your mind does take you to a different place, just brings you back to it. That's what's happened to me and that's what's ha been happening to me. Of course, there are days when I feel a little uh, down about maybe a, a body part of myself, but it it's just not lasting. It doesn't last very It doesn't long, last yeah. very long yeah. because I just go back to the place where I just think, this is so stupid. Mm. This is so dumb. The world is huge. The world is so diverse. How can you, how can you feel upset about something this small? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it takes a very long time and a lot of effort to get to a very great place like that. Mm, a really great place of internal happiness. Mm. Um, one thing that I want to say that I forgot but I remember now is there was this one time where I think I, I did something and someone got really hurt by it. And I caved into myself and I was like, you know what, that's it. I'm just not going to say anything to anyone ever again. Yeah. I just won't speak. I won't do anything. I'm so pathetic. Mm. None, none of this. And I think a few hours later I realized, listen, this is part of it. This is part of the self-improvement that mm. you will do. Because mm -hmm. you will make mistakes. Yeah. And you just have to realize that if you don't make these mistakes, you won't get forward in life. Yeah. So I said to myself, okay... Yes, you hurt this person, and you knew that was it was going to happen, and you did it anyway. And you'll do it again, but but it'll become less and less frequent mm. the more you do it. Mm. And so I, I said to myself, you know, I sh no one should trust me because I tell everyone, I tell people their secrets. And I said to myself, no, you will actively try and mm -hmm. find out stuff from people so that you can practice keeping it to uh, yourself. Yeah. Okay. You will put yourself in that danger zone so that you can practice. That's, that's, that's where cool. growth came from. Yeah, that's so, cool. so I started opening myself up to people. Mm -hmm. I started talking. I was like, what's, what's wrong? Like, what's going on with you and stuff like that? Tell I said, me your secrets. Yeah, I was like, tell me your secrets. <laughs> you know, all this sort of stuff. And people did tell me. And I kept it to myself. Mm. And I got better. Yeah. And if it wasn't for me going, no, you have to do this. Yeah. You have to. You would still do... be in square one. Yeah. You have to do the things that you are afraid of because you're afraid you'll mess up. You have to do them. You have to. Um, because otherwise, how are you? How are you supposed to move on yeah. if you're constantly afraid? Yeah. You know how? How will you ever develop good relationships? How will you ever love yourself if you don't try? Yeah. To combat those things yeah. that make you hate yourself, mm. or or try to try to combat those things. You mess up, you forgive yourself, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. It's fine. Mm -hmm. It happens. Mm -hmm. This is this is this is a journey that yeah. you're trying to take yeah. to better yourself. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, um, that was a that was a major major one that I realized where I was like, no, you you have like you can't just because I've seen that happen with a lot of people yeah. where something happens, they get hurt or they hurt someone and they're like, that's it. Yeah, I'm I'm secluding myself off. Yeah. Not. No one can come near me. Mm -hmm. I won't trust anyone ever again because I don't want to get hurt. I don't want to hurt people. But guess what? This is what you need to do. This is what you need to do to, 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 to learn how to trust people or how to, how to be trusting. Mm -hmm. So that was something that, that really, really helped um, me become more happy with myself. Mm -hmm. I started, yeah, less hateful towards myself. Really identifying the things that that were making me the person I was, yeah. the deep insecure, the, the deep insecurities I had about my 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 personality, about myself, and facing them head on. Um, and then one thing I think is very powerful is reflection. Yeah. In any sense of the word, so reflection, to me, is is like for example, if someone was like, "So what's your superpower?" I'd say my superpower is reflection. Okay. Reflection has gotten me through everything. I think. Wow. Um, what know, do you mean by reflection? So just just going like so so that would be what happened. Why did it happen? Mm -hmm. How can you make it better? Yeah. How will you make it better? Yep. And then tomorrow I try to make it better. Mm -hmm. And I do that every night. Mm. Um, and it was really hard at first because I was like, man, like this is this is so so many things to do. Yeah. Um, but you know, if you sit down every night, maybe even for ten ten minutes, and just like write down, I wasn't the nicest to myself today. Mm. How? Oh, you know, I was judging myself in the mirror. Well, what can you do to improve that? Well, maybe I could tell myself that you look nice today. Okay, we'll do that tomorrow. You do that tomorrow. You write down. What did you do today? I told myself I looked nice today. How did it make you feel? 
It was a kind of cheesy. It didn't really like it. <clears throat> do you think... Like, you know, bullet. Do you think it could lead to something good? Yeah. If it's, if not, okay. You can try something else. Um, reflection, yeah. And you can do that. You can do this with literally any Anything. part of your life. Any part of your life. You finish studying. Okay, how did that go? Mm. Okay, what do you think you can... So I, like, you know, I do that with everything nowadays. Yeah. Um, with my... With anything I do. Basically anything. The, 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 the books I read, the, the, the workouts I do, the study I do, the way I talk to people, the, the, the way we record the podcast. We do that at the end of each episode. Yeah. We reflect on how it went and yeah. whether it was good or not. And if we should change things. By the way, if our audio has changed, it's because we're in our room again. Because our dad needed to use the car. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, reflection, I think, can really lead to happiness. Yeah, totally. Very good strategy as well. Mm. So I, I think we are... Um, probably running towards the end. Oh. Yeah. Yep. So, if we were to sum up the... If we were to bullet points. Yes. Uh, bullet, if we were to write bullet points yep. to the question, how should you reach happiness? Yep. One would be self-reflection every day. Writing down what you did, whether it was good or not, how you could improve it. Another one would be self-care. Such as meditation, spending time making your hair. That's honestly, that's a big part of mine. I think spending time doing my hair helps me a lot. Eating well, drinking what, water. What What you think is self care for you? Because everyone yeah, has a yeah, different, right? Exactly, yeah. exactly. What yeah. works for you? These are just some ideas that you yeah. can try out. Yeah, exactly. Um, what else? Uh, looking into you know facing facing the things that you are most afraid of mm-hmm. facing mm-hmm. when it comes to either. Reaching out in relationships, thinking things about yourself. You know, you may have some really, really deep stuff you have. You are thinking about yourself, but you just don't access it because you're too afraid of looking at, yeah. looking into it. Yeah, try doing that. Yeah, reaching self love. I think mm-hmm. so. Three things. I think maybe reflection, but that's also part of I think re- self care and yeah, journaling. I think that. if I were to sum it all up, I think it's self care and self love that helps you reach the ultimate ultimate happiness that's mm. that's for me it has been yeah or at least you could say internal happiness internal happiness because external you know you could be doing all those things you could be really really happy with yourself but still be really poor and have way too many external problems in your life yeah right and you would be able to navigate them because you feel really good internally but you know for example if you live in extreme poverty that that's that's a major major problem mm. that can really impact your happiness mm-hmm um, but yeah, if you if you feel like good internally, then I mean I don't know how well you can take care of yourself if you can't feed yourself enough. If you were living in extreme poverty, I wouldn't know. Um, but yeah, like we can appreciate the fact that maybe it's not all the answers, mm. but it's it's a good amount of answers. It's something that you can definitely start on. Yeah, to reach. Okay, wait. How much time do we have? Ten minutes. Okay. Five minutes. Okay. First. Okay. You're unhappy. You're listening to this podcast. First. I I I. Okay. If you want to listen to us. Our, our advice. Step one, identify whether it's internal happiness you want to reach at the moment or external happiness. If you want to reach internal happiness, you need to strive for self-care and self-love. Everything we've, mostly, most of the stuff we've talked about in the podcast. Um, reflections, um, ways you think that you can show yourself self-care and making your body and your mind work together be happy together. Mm-hmm. External, if you are if you are trying to reach external happiness, get and talk to your friends, talk spend time with your family, um, shop if uh, shop for things you really really want. Little things, sustainable. Like do it sustainable, sustainably, which which doesn't mean think about the environment. Yeah. Think about your bank account. Okay. Yeah. Don't yeah. don't like don't like you know blow your wallet. Yeah. Like be reasonable with. Listen, listen to music. Make a nice. Happy pod, yeah, happy podcast. Yeah. Happy, oh, creative ventures. Yeah, that's, that's a big thing. It's, it's thing huge. Yeah, reading books. They, I can't say the external happiness is greater than the internal, or or vice versa. They both are very different things. But I think in my life, I have, or not in my life, but at least this year, I have ventured into the internal happiness much more, and it has been very rewarding. The external happiness is, I think. It probably is equal in terms of its value. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess I just have more experience in the internal happiness at the moment. Yeah. yeah. Oh, 
Also, one thing that I wanted to say was this is a lot about a lot of this is about self improvement. You know, yeah. doing better things Absolutely. for yourself, self growth. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've recently been like reading about criticisms of the self help industry, and how like some people obviously I've obviously the criticism to everything. Mm. Um, and basically, I just wanted to say that if you're trying to improve something, right, do it one at a time. Don't don't try to improve everything all at once. Yeah, like you're like okay, I want to sleep better, eat better, work out every day. That's that's too much. It'll It'll be quite different. I mean, in my opinion. Yeah. I found it amazing to just focus on my sleep. I focused on my sleep for like six months mm. to a year. Mm. And now I can sl- now I sleep well. And now I finally started venturing into working out. You know, I'm not even up to the good eating part because my mom makes everything for me. Mm. Right? So, yeah, doing it one at a time is good. And another thing is, you don't constantly need to be striving for self-improvement. Okay? If you're at a good place right now, or you reach a good place, you don't constantly need to feel, okay, what else can I improve on? You know? There's more to life than just improving yourself and trying to find ways to to, to get into more things, which is what I think is a really, really big part in the self-improvement, self-help industry, where there, where people may constantly, people may think that, oh, I constantly need to be improving myself, I constantly need to be doing all these things. Um, you know, like, it's also okay to just take a break relax and chill mm-hmm. it's okay to not be okay mm-hmm. sometimes you just need to like lie and and feel like if you're feeling sad feel your sadness yeah you know you have the freedom to do that you have the freedom to do that you have the freedom. and yeah it's it can help as well to just just let yourself feel the way you want to feel or you yeah you are feeling i think a lot of people sometimes feel down because they're feeling down it makes them feel even more down have you felt that I felt that a bunch yeah, of times yeah. where I'm like, why am I being bothered by this? Why? It just becomes worse. Just accept it. Just accept that you're feeling bad. You wake up the next day and you feel better. Mm. Hopefully. You yes. know? Yeah. Have a positive outlook. I was about up. to say inshallah. Uh, inshallah pretty much just means hopefully. Hopefully in, in, in Arabic. God's will. In God's will. Something like yeah. that. Inshallah's fine. Yeah. Uh, I think Terry says the word inshallah in one of his podcasts. Hey, yeah, cool. so it's fine. Uh, yeah, we we use this one podcast to to form the basis of all of our all of our podcasts. <laughs> well, if they listen to it someday, they will never they will never to listen to it. To it. Nope. Mm. Well, not overthinking is a very very great podcast. It it has I think it has been our I guess lives huh lives. It has been our lives. Oh, it has made our lives. I thought that's what no, you were saying. I was saying it. I think it is. They're their inspiration. Yeah, yeah, they've really inspired us to do uh, this and other stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, but that's basically all we had. Mm. Uh, yeah, maybe think about that a little bit. Yeah, happiness and whether you are happy. Mm-hmm. If you, there's anything else you can do to be happy, and once again, if you are happy and you're completely content with your life, and that's awesome. That's awesome, and you don't have do not feel. Yeah. That you need to improve just because some girls on the internet are like, oh, but you can do th- all these things to yeah. be happy. If you are happy with your life, yo, kudos to you. Mm-hmm. Kudos? Yes, yeah. kudos to you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Excellent. Yes. Um, the podcasts are going to be available on YouTube now, so that's pretty interesting. Um, yep, it's uh, the YouTube channel is just called Card Chats. All the episodes will be on there, so you can listen to them up there as well. Um, we hope you had and you enjoyed listening to it. Yeah. If you have any thoughts, please share them with us um, on carchitchats at gmail.com or we have an Instagram page called carchitchats as well. Mm-hmm. You can message us there um, or follow us if you'd like to. Yeah. Only if you'd like to. Yeah. Only. If Only if you'd like to. Only if it brings you happiness. Ah, uh-huh, thanks, Asma. Thanks so it much for that. It would be external happiness. External happiness. But, uh, you know, if they follow the, the internal happiness uh, strategies we have kind of um, put out there, because obviously no one has said stuff like this before, you know? No one has said that, you know, drinking water would be good for you or, like... No. Like, it's never happened. No. We're geniuses. Yep. It's all original content. Yes, yes. And on that note, we will say goodbye. Yes, guten bye.